time to ring that bell and take it home as Jimmy J calls it outside of the ring. Welcome to Take It Home TV. Summer Slam Sunday, days away, Raw and SmackDown, well, they take it home in a big way, or maybe not, we're going to get into it, we have a ton to talk about this episode, right here on Take It Home TV, where we ring that bell, and wrap up each and every week of the world of pro wrestling, and by now, if you don't know who this ruggedly handsome individual is with these melodious tones, piping through your speakerphone, well... I am your host, the host that covers the most, Jimmy J. And now that I got myself over, we can talk pro wrestling. And this weekend is SummerSlam weekend, everybody. WWE's second biggest event of the year, SummerSlam. I will be running down the card, the festivities going on, but I am not doing it alone. That's right, because my guest on this show... Today, episode number 40, Take It Home TV, from the desert of Las Vegas, owner and creator of Kayfabe Tees, Kayfabe TV, Mr. Adam Rotella, and Adam is one hell of an individual, he's a pro wrestling fan, he knows his stuff, he is a genuine guy, funny guy, and original, and if you haven't done so already, please, Go to his channel, go to Kayfabe TV, subscribe to his channel, follow him on the Twitter at Kayfabe Tees or at Adam Rotella. Maybe even pick up a t-shirt or two. I'm telling you, the guy is a genius when it comes to pro wrestling, a huge NWA fan, an AEW fan. We talk a little bit about everything pro wrestling. And of course, we are running down the SummerSlam card. So I don't want to keep this intro too long because we talk for about an hour so I want to get right into that momentarily but before I do I want to give myself a little bit of plugs out here if anybody out there does not know where to listen to this podcast well we're all over the place we are on Apple Podcasts we're on Google we're on Spotify Anchor wherever you listen to your podcast every single week Thursday or Friday right now I'm trying to really get a day down pack so I can be consistent with it for you guys and girls out there but it's looking like it's going to be every Friday the episode is going to drop in the morning so you have something that prepares you for the weekend festivities going on and the entire week in pro wrestling we will be talking about it and if you want to become a supporter of the podcast you can go over to patreon.com slash take it home tv you can pledge whatever you like i think there's four different tiers the cheapest is one buck and if you do so in return i will get you guys and girls over and if you haven't done so already go to youtube Subscribe to the Taken Home TV channel because you will not be disappointed. I promise you that. This month alone, I got four independent wrestling shows going on. And as everybody knows what I do, well, I go to the shows, I get some live footage, some interviews, and I recap the event for everybody out there. Uh, it seems to be the biggest thing I got going on on the channel. And on top of that, I mean, weekly, as soon as AEW starts, you're going to have my weekly AEW reviews. I do Raw and SmackDown. I don't know if I'm going to keep those. I have a Flashback Friday episode coming to you maybe every week or every other week. There's always going to be content on there. And I promise you, it will be well worth it. And guess what? The best thing about it 
it's free. It doesn't cost you anything. All you have to do is go to youtube.com slash TakeItHomeTV and become a bell ringer, subscribe to the channel, and leave some feedback. Let me know what you think. I already have some guys and girls that do so already. A lot of positive news I hear on the channel. But again, if it is negative, constructive criticism, it's fine. No problem. Any suggestions, I'm open for anything. Okay, I just want to hear what you have to say and what's going on. Any suggestions about what I should cover in the pro wrestling world. But listen, I don't want to talk too much. I want to get right into the conversation with Mr. Adam Rotella because we have a lot to talk about. So without further ado, please excuse some of the audio quality, but my conversation with the owner of Kayfabe TV and Kayfabe Tees, Adam Rotella. All right, bell ringers, I have a special guest today on the show, Taking Home TV. He is a man of, of many trades, and he's from the West Coast. His name, Mr. Adam Rotella. Adam, how the hell Jimmy, are you today, man? Jimmy, how's it going, my man? Did you did you just call did you just call your followers bell ringers? Is that is that is that what I just heard? Yes, sir. You heard it correct. One second, I got something for you. There you go. There's a bell for you, there my friend. Goes. Hello, bell ringer. How's bell? it going? That's ironic. You're the one with the bell, and I call everybody bell ringers, and I have no damn bell. You know what, dude? A lot of podcasters have bells. From what I've been, from what I've been paying attention to now, you know, for a long time, I haven't listened or even paid attention to anyone out there in this space trying to do this. But a lot of people have bells. It's just very, it's very, very surprising. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even know that, man. And that's like, it makes me want to change my damn gimmick. And <laughs> yeah, don't change anything about yourself, Jimmy. First of all, I love your, can I can I curse on your show, Jimmy? Is that allowed? Do whatever you like, Adam. The floor I, is yours. I love your fucking accent, my friend. It is fantastic. <laughs> I, I, I was just telling some people on my Instagram stories today. I, I think I'm going to spend most of the show being like, what did you just say? What did you just say? It's like the thickest New York accent I've ever heard, and I absolutely love it, my friend. Before we even get into this, sure. I want to let everybody know a little bit about you, about your <laughs> brand. Okay, uh, You started out, I noticed you, I recognized you uh, on the internet um, with... It was 10 pounds of podcast, and it was about the NWA. Okay, that's what caught my attention, and then you had a transition. Uh, you're doing kayfabe. You have your own merch, kayfabe tees. I don't know. Just just talk about your, your brand and your content, and that's, that's content with a K. That is correct, my friend. Yeah, sure, Jimmy. So, you know, about um, uh, December of of 2018, let's just take everybody back to the way, way start. You know, I was I was working a job that I I, I wasn't enjoying very much. I was a store manager of some of of a retail store. You know, I I worked my way up all the way. God bless you. I know, man. All the way from folding shirts, saving the world one day at a time, one shirt at a time. (laughs) I worked my way up all the way to uh, store manager and there there just became a point where I'm like I can't do this anymore I this isn't what I want to do I don't want to be a store manager I don't want to work in retail number one uh, I, I don't know about you Jimmy but I don't buy anything from a store anymore anyway so I looked at the landscape I saw that Amazon was taking over and I said to myself I need to finally do what the hell I want to do so I, I quit that job and that same day, I, I, I wrote a letter to David Logano, who was the vice president of the NWA. I'm like, dude, I, I, I want to work in wrestling. I've always wanted to work in wrestling. What do I need to do? He gave me some people to look at. He, he pointed me in the direction of this guy, Gary Vaynerchuk. I'm sure that I have gave you his info as well. 
He's like, do what yeah. this guy says. This guy will, will will show you the path. And so that next day, man, I created a YouTube page. The following day, I drove out from Las Vegas to L.A. to meet show that the NWA was happening to do. And then ever since December of 2018, I've been on this goal to work in wrestling any way that I can, whether that's doing this, whether that's making t-shirts, making merch, whether that's whatever kayfabe tease uh, is going to morph into. I just want to make a living talking about wrestling, being uh, involved in wrestling. So that's kind of like the, 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 the Cliff Notes version of how I got here. But Dude. really, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, man. Honestly, I got to say, man, there's a lot of people out here that are trying to do the same thing, but there's very few that stand out. And you're yeah. one of those individuals, to me, my opinion, that stand out, man. You know, your work is, is real deal. I mean, I see your vlogs out there and fucking they're great, man. I, I'm <laughs> surprised you haven't been picked up already. Well, well, you know, Jimmy, it's, 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 not, it's not necessarily being picked up. I've only been doing this for, 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 a, for a year and a half, and I know that there's a lot of people out there that are trying to do this, but the main thing for me is, man, just getting my content out there. You know, like, we, we produce more than more than three shows every week, so right, right now on social media, I have at least, um, I think I'm up to 12 scheduled pieces of video content every day that people can watch, so it's really just about getting your message out there building your brand slowly at, at, at the beginning and eventually something will happen. You know, I don't expect the wrestling world to know who the hell I am, Jimmy. I'm very <laughs> grateful that you do. You know, I'm very grateful that you do. I'm very grateful of the handful of people that do, but man, I, I say it all the time and I really mean it. We're just getting started. Dude, I agree with you, man. We are. I mean, I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same boat, man. We're in different oceans, but we're in the same boat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible, but it is. But I'm just saying, like, you know, um, building a brand is not easy, and you know that, and it takes time. And the one thing, you know, about me that I got to learn is to have a little more patience because that really comes into it. As long as you're pumping out material, as long as you're delivering for your fans, the fan base, and as long as you enjoy what you're doing, I think you're going to be successful no matter what. Okay? Long, that's, with, no that's matter no, that, that, that's exactly it, Jimmy. You know, a lot of people look at a lot of people look at this space and a lot of people are in this space. Let's just talk very general at this moment, shall we? A lot yeah. of people are in the wrestling podcast space because they see people like Conrad. They see people like Colt Cabana. They see people like Chris Jericho. Folks, these are people that have connections. These are people that are making giant, giant brands for themselves. You cannot expect to be the next Conrad Thompson. I'm not trying to make you know, a billion dollars off of this podcast or off of this merch, Jimmy. All I'm trying to do is change my personal life, change my personal living situation. Hell, man, I'd be happy with $25,000 a year only talking about wrestling and living life on my terms. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to make a trillion dollar brand. I'm trying to change my life situation, my friend. Dude, it's like, I don't know, man. I, maybe, maybe. I'm, I'm beginning to think this now after this few minutes of conversation I had. Sure. With you. Just may, maybe my mother did cheat on my father and you're like a brother, like a half brother. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. I'll be honest. Like we, I feel the same way, man. I really do. I really do. I'm happy with just being comfortable. I don't need to be rich. I need to just change my whole, you know, my whole world pretty much and start working the regular 
nine to five and do what I enjoy. And if even if I'm making, you know, just enough to get by with a little money in my pocket, I'm I'm satisfied. That's me. Yeah, I'm yeah the same Jimmy. Way. I mean, the, the the way that the the way that the internet is now set up. I mean, people can sell freaking like jam on the internet and make a hundred thousand dollars a year, my friend. So <laughs> that, that's true. The fact that you, the fact that there is a vehicle out there that um, lets us have just the opportunity to do this, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, what I'm, what I'm doing right now, Jimmy, is I'm 37 years old, right? So I'm, I'm 37 years old. I'm about to move to Texas. Uh, I'm moving to Austin in about 22 days right now. And what I'm doing there, man, I'm not going, I'm not going to Austin to party, folks. I'm going to Austin to completely work on this brand for the next three years of my life. And then if things still don't pan out hell man i'm gonna to move to an island and i'm gonna continue being a bartender on the island so any way you look at it if this works out it's awesome if it doesn't work out i'm still gonna live on an island so things are well at the moment my friend <laughs> hey listen you got priorities in check you know what's going on exactly like, listen, I'm, I'm giving it three years 40 years old cut off i'm in hawaii I'm exactly Aruba, exactly yeah, man. I mean, I mean, you, you, there, 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 there was a point a year and a half ago when I just said, fuck it, I'm going to go all in on this. If it doesn't work out, at least I tried, man. Like, imagine all the people in the world that aren't even trying right now. There's a lot of them. There's a whole fucking lot of them. So I don't want to be one of those people. I at least want to be a person that gave it my all, tried as hard as I could. And if something does, if something still doesn't come out of it, I mean, we got to look at this realistically, right, folks? Yeah. If something still doesn't come out of this, at least I tried. At least I gave it my all. And who knows? Maybe I entertained one or two people along the way. Oh, you definitely entertain me. So you got one down right now. So oh, there we I'll go. I quit. I quit. I'm out of here. <laughs> Did he tap? He tapped out. <laughs> I know. I know you're not quitting yet. Okay, you're gonna freaking pass out before you quit, Adam. And you said, I know you're a bartender. You work at the Hard Rock over there in Vegas. Yes, sir, I do. I work at the Hard Rock Casino in Las Vegas. Uh, I've I've been a bartender uh, behind the bar there ever since I quit my job at the store manager and you know bartending works great for what i'm trying to do with this goal it lets me have my mornings free it lets me work at night and it also lets me make a, a, a not a substantial amount of money but enough money that i that i feel okay with what i'm doing and i'm happy with what i'm doing so it's really about not a work-life balance my friend but a work work balance right now that's how it has to be man in bartending man, I, that shit, that that was a great line folks i'm a it's not a work-life balance, Jimmy. It's a work-work balance right now. <laughs> there it is. I love it. I fucking love it. I got to tell you, uh, you know, being a bartender, Rook, I know we're, we're not even talking wrestling. We're going to get to the wrestling moment. Yeah, let them wait. Let, 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 let the bell ringers wait. Yeah, we're having a good like, time. You're damn right, because, you know, like Rick Flair, so I got I to let this one bill before I crank it up. So, so Adam, <laughs> now, bartending... Okay, how did you get into that? I mean, you just, are you a master? Are you a master at making drinks? Oh. And you said, what the hell, let me just fucking do this for a living. Well, I, actually, Jimmy, I'd, I'd have to say that I'm more of a master of drinking drinks than I am of making drinks. Uh, Ring that damn bell again. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, 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 a few years ago, maybe uh, six or seven years ago, I was actually a bartender at uh, in, in California where I lived, and so I've always had I've always had that skill in the back of my head, just in case I did need to fall back on it again. So, like like I said, folks, bartending is great if you're trying to do a side hustle, if you're trying to if you're trying to do something else, if you're trying to grow a business, because it really gives you that time that you want. And hell, man, when I get to Austin, I'm only going to be working 
four days a week and then I'm going to have three days off to completely focus on the brand and I'm going to be able to be able to live comfortably and uh, live. Uh, dude, I, I live 10 minute, a 10 minute walk from my house. I'm not spending money on anything. I'm not going anywhere. I'm working on the brand. Oh, man, that's that's sweet right there, man. You're right there. You, you come out of work. You're home in a jiffy, and then one, two, three, you're, you're focused. You're focused on the That's brand. Right, I like right. your, your game plan, man. I like the blueprint you got there. I, you know, three years, give it my all, you know, and if it doesn't work, guess what? I'm still going to an island, and I'm still going to bartend, and I'm still going to live my life like that. Yeah, you know, dude, exactly. I'm already a year and a half in, so it's it's really a total of four and a half years that I'm putting towards this, my friends, because for a long time, I was kind of just a dude, just living, drinking, not doing anything with my life, and I completely changed everything, and uh, not, not because of this goal. Well before this goal, I completely changed that side of my personality, and now I'm just finally focused, and dude, it's, it's like I'm, 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 I feel like I'm 20 again, and I'm just trying to do something with my life, which is fantastic. Wow, did and this become a fucking motivational podcast, Jimmy? Aren't we supposed to be talking about <laughs> wrestling? Hey, listen, I think everybody needs a little fucking motivation every now and then. <laughs> you, you know what? And this is it right here. This is inspiration, motivation, because I'm telling you right now, you know, there's a lot of people that are going to sit there on the couch. They're going to listen to us. They're going to have their bag of pretzels and popcorn or pop open a cold <laughs> one or, or maybe a Pepsi or a coffee, whatever the fuck they're drinking. It doesn't matter. They're going to sit here and stuff their face. Maybe after they hear you, your story, me, my energy, your energy, that fucking bell ringing, they're going to get off their ass and they're going to do something. And they're going to have a game plan because you know what? I do watch Gary Vee and I do listen to Gary Vee. And Gary Vee is a real motherfucker. Seriously. So, yep. Yep. you know. Yeah, he is. And definitely, anybody that hasn't heard about Gary Vee, you need to check him out because the dude is real and he keeps it real with you. And I'll tell you right now, you know, you're not old. You know, you're not old where you, you can't move around. You can't do anything. You know, you have to take advantage of the time right now. And you got to shoot for the fucking stars. Seriously, you got to put 150, 200 percent into everything you do. And and that's it. And, you know, yeah. if you love it. You're going to do it. If you love it, it's your passion. It, there's no stopping you. And that's what I feel like. I feel like there, there's no stopping you, Adam. I know you're passionate about your work. I know you love your work. You do great work. I'm the same way. I don't know how great my work is, but I'll tell you right now, I'm fucking having a ball doing it. So, <laughs> well, me, you know what? Hey, Jimmy, I can obviously tell from your, from from the, the tone of your voice right now that you enjoy you're doing i'm not sure what 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 your listener count is right now in fact it doesn't even fucking matter what it is by the way man right it doesn't matter all that matters is that we are producing content and we are having fun and eventually the audience will come if we're good enough dude yeah and i look and you know it's funny because I, i'm i'm a little psychotic like that. i like i want to hear feedback i don't care if it's bad if it's good i mean i've had some negative feedback like sure. you know, dude you're a little too excited right now i said well, well excuse me you know, fucking, you want me to be dull? I'll be dull. No, no I'm not, I'm not going to. I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I, I love the energy. I, I absolutely love it. I appreciate it, Adam. I, you know, but there are a couple people out there that gave me some, and, and even on, on some of the work and the editing, and I took it, constructive criticism. I said, okay, thank you. I appreciate your feedback. I did, you know, little adjustments here and there, certain things. Some people were right about what they said. Other people, I think they're just hating and they just like whatever. So it is what it is. And I'm one of those guys too. Like I'm, I'm an honest guy. I'll tell you if I like it or if I don't. Um, and you know, but most of the feedback I got in, in the listening count, I look at all the analytics and I just started turning this into a podcast again, because most of my work is on video on mm -hmm. YouTube and, and I have, I still have like, I'm pumping out maybe four, five videos. I'm going to start like a week on yeah. there 
by different reviews, Raw, SmackDown, and news, or whatever the fuck is going on in the wrestling world, because we're, listen, never been a better time right now, AEW, around oh, the corner. Oh, Jimmy, so, by the way, yep. man, let me jump in on that really quick. We haven't even started yet with this new uh, golden era of wrestling, my friends. Finally, we're going to talk about wrestling for a second, everybody, but Jimmy, the golden era of wrestling hasn't even hit yet. We're just at the beginning. AEW hasn't had their first TV yet. There's still millions of wrestling fans that don't know that there's even a thing called AEW out there yet. Folks, the, the wrestling fan is going to explode again in the next five years. So we're just, there's going to be more and more people coming to wrestling with WWE going to Fox. That is going to explode the landscape, my friends. Do not believe that we're at the tippy top yet because we're just at the, we're, we're at the base of the mountain right now. Dude, I agree with you. I couldn't agree more with you. I mean, people say the Attitude Era was the best time in pro wrestling. And it was a great time, don't get me wrong. But right now, we're heading into the best era ever. I, I totally agree. Because, yeah, thank you. Because there's more than just WWE and AEW. There's more than just those two organizations. I understand the nostalgia factor is real because it reminds us of WCW or whatnot. But now you have... The indie scene is, is booming everywhere you go. I mean, you have other smaller organizations like MLW, Impact Wrestling. You know, there's a ton of wrestling to watch. Fight TV app. I mean, you can watch indie shows on the Fight TV app. I don't even have enough time to yeah. absorb all the content that I got to cover. This is why I had to literally pick and choose what am I going to cover here because there's so much. Ring of Honor, New Japan. It's like, I'm not going to sleep. I'm going to be watching wrestling 24-7. Yeah, man, absolutely. One of the organizations that you didn't mention is NWA too. I mean, if you guys, if you guys want, if you guys want to talk nostalgia, if you want to talk storytelling, the NWA is going to be a big creeper coming up in, in in the ranks in the next coming years, my friends. Mark my words, because you got you got Billy Corgan as the president of that organization, a freaking rock star owns nwa you can't get a more cool factor than that my friends and uh, the nwa is just on the precipice of picking a place to do uh tv shows we don't know if it's going to be on tv or if it's going to be on youtube this is the day of age that we live in my man you can even have a wrestling organization only based on youtube and they're going to make enough money to survive it's going to be very interesting moving forward oh definitely man and you know what's so funny about the nwa that um, it was you, just to let you know, sure. that got me watching Nick Aldis in the NWA, the, like, the, sort of like the rebirth of the NWA. Again, I'm like, NWA? Again? Really? I yeah. didn't even know it until I see yeah. new content. Okay. Well, that's and, that. The, one of the the big, big, big reasons why I, I love the NWA right now is because of its brand building potential right now, folks. I am a businessman. I I I own Kayfabe Tees with my partner Josiah. I've been in the retail business world for over seven years. I love watching the business side of things. So to watch the NWA try to take this brand, a brand that is known throughout all of uh, throughout all the the whole wrestling world, legendary. And exactly, man. Legendary. It has built-in history, something that AEW does not have, something that MLW does not have. With this built-in history, this built-in nostalgia, I'm telling you, folks, do not sleep on the NWA. Yeah, I'm tell they, they can't, man. I'm telling you, because NWA, I agree with you. I agree after seeing your videos, after watching my own uh, and, and knowing that. Listen, Billy Corgan, I mean, come on. Like, the <laughs> cool factor, it's there, bro. It's there. Okay, this is an organization that you're going to have to have your eyes on um, in the upcoming, you know, years 
or so, or maybe even before that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I think that once October comes and AEW starts up and it's the weekly shows, and it's not going to be obviously directly same night war, but, you know, we're looking at competition. I mean, it's already here, and, you know, and it's more than just WWE and AEW, man. And this is why, right now, because of the options, that, that could be the word of the year right here. Options. Yeah, that's what it is. It's so many different options uh, of wrestling that we have out here um, to sink our teeth in and just, you know, there's fans of one particular brand. There's fans of, you know, multiple brands. But, you know, me, people like you and I, man, I think we're just all around pro wrestling fans. We're not going to bash any particular company because we like another one better. Uh, we're going to give you constructive. Crit- yeah, we're going to tell you what's what we don't like and what we do like. Okay, uh, but we're not gonna just you know completely bash your company because that's not what wrestling real wrestling fans do. That's you know, I, I, I was let me let me piggyback on that. That's funny that you bring that up, Jimmy, because I was gonna mention something about that. You know, in this time of so many options and in this time of people's opinions being so out there and so boisterous on all social media, which you should be. Hell, it's freedom of speech, baby. God bless America. But yeah. Let's let's all keep in mind that there are so many options out there. It doesn't really matter if uh, friend A only watches one wrestling show and friend B doesn't. No, man, just enjoy wrestling. Let's just be happy. Number one, let's be happy that there's a lot more opportunities for people that want to be in the wrestling business. I don't know about you, Jimmy, but I definitely want to be in the wrestling business. That's why I make so much fucking content, my friend. So I'm, I'm on this goal. I'm on this goal. I want all wrestling organizations to succeed because I want a job with a wrestling organization. Goddamn, yeah. <laughs> Put my name somewhere. I don't care whether it's MLW, Impact, fucking exactly. WWE. It doesn't matter where we're going. It will, but we are. We are going somewhere. I have good faith, Adam. I do. Thank you, I'm Jimmy. I you. love that. Love that vibe. That, definitely, man. And I'll tell you, well, on, a, on a side note, yeah, man, I am a merch sheep, okay? <laughs> I, I, I got that shirt on right now, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, that's funny. I mean, I am excited about this Sunday. Surprisingly, I'm, I'm semi, semi-excited, Uh, you know. There's a little event going on. I don't know if you heard of it. Uh, SummerSlam? Sure, sure. I think I heard about that. Yeah, they had, a, I don't know, a few fucking hundred of these already. But anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> SummerSlam this weekend, WWE uh, putting on a show. And, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of people talking about this. As always, you know, there's going to be criticism with WWE. And people just like, you know, I guess bash this company as of late. A lot more well, hey, people Jimmy, before, for some before reason. And talk about SummerSlam. Hey, Jim, one second before we before we start talking about SummerSlam, let's 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 let me get your point on this really quick because we're talking about uh, people overreacting about things. What do you think about that Roman Reigns uh, and Becky Lynch being on the cover of the video game? Hey, man, it is what it is. I, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I have no I have no gripes about it. You want to put them on the video? Hey, no problem. Listen, yeah. I'm not there. Yeah. I'm gonna tell Sorry, you about nerds. That. I don't watch. I don't play video games, nerds. I don't care. Like it's, it's just a video game cover, folks. Thank you. Because this is what this is what gets me. I'm not buying the game to look at the fucking cover. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let me buy this game. Oh, I can't believe it. I'm looking at Roman and Becky. They don't fucking look. Take the DVD. Take the game. Put it in the Xbox. Put it in the PlayStation. Wherever you put it. Put up your ass if you think you're gonna bitch about the cover. I don't care. I agree. Okay. And I'm not jigsaw. I'm just. Saying, I agree. I'm here to play the game. I mean, I'm not Triple H either, but, you know, we buy the game to play the game, okay? And it's all about the game and how you play Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Who cares? Who cares? It, does, it doesn't matter, man. But I, I tell you, I mean, there's a lot of news every day, it seems to be, 
you know, new news topics coming up. Vince McMahon, the ratings, and and hiring this one and watching AEW because everybody's throwing it out there because you know they they get fans amped up, which it's good marketing. I mean, hey, you know all the dirt sheets and everybody out there. But um, you know, right now, and I, I pay attention because I got to cover things or whatnot. Uh, but it just gets me sick sometimes, Adam. I don't know about you, but it, it gets me like this is ridiculous. I mean, are they really talking about this? I mean, there's some information that comes out that are that's legit that we should discuss, but then there's other information like, are you serious? Yeah. Well, there's there's definitely a, a wrestling fan bubble, Jimmy. You know, there's there's people that love wrestling so much, like you and I, that are so immersed in it. Our Twitter feeds are full of it. Our social media feed. Hell, the only reason why I'm on social media is to promote the kayfabe brand and for me to watch wrestling and for me to talk about wrestling. I don't follow anything else. I think I might follow Weird Al Yankovic, and that's my only <laughs> Weird Al. It's yeah, that's my here. only non wrestling follow. I think so. We have to understand as fans that we are uh, uh, quote unquote smart fans are inside a wrestling bubble. You know, let's let's put it this way: the the the, the match that won best best match of the night when WWE put out a poll for the Saudi Arabia show. Which one it was? It was freaking Undertaker and Goldberg. Folks, us smart fans are in a bubble. Everyone else watches wrestling casually; they enjoy it for what it is. I think that if if, if you gave that poll to people like us. I don't think Undertaker and Goldberg would have, have even been on. Nah, the well, yeah, maybe maybe we are all smarks. I don't know. Oh, man, uh, yeah, now you got me thinking about that. It definitely wouldn't have been uh, the match tonight. Yeah, for sure. That, well, the, dude, that that really just shows where the wrestling bubble is. People, there's there's there the casual fan outweighs the uh, invested fan by Jesus, man. It's got to be like seventy five percent is 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 the casual fan at this point. I didn't even know that, man. I didn't even know that. There you that, go, man. folks. Now I learned something new. Ring that damn bell. <laughs> there, <it is. laughs> there it is. But I gotta um. You know, moving along, I know I know our Please. time is limited because people like us, people like us, we can talk for hours, for days about pro wrestling. And like you said, you know, you have maybe one other, uh, you had Weird Al, you know, you filed outside of the yeah. wrestling realm. Um, and me, I don't know if you know this or not, um, I also cover, it's total opposite, I don't know how, but Atlantic City, I'm uh, like an Atlantic City buff, I got a little podcast for that and I got some little things going on with that. But other than that, I mean, this is it, it's, it's pro wrestling. Okay, I love that. I, th I think that Atlantic City content goes great with your accent, man. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Got some new corn you know, dogs uh, on the bluff today. <laughs> We're down here by the beach and the shore. What are you doing? You're showing the ocean, the water. I'm not talking about <laughs> it's, it's a good time. It's always a good time, especially, you know, sports betting and all that. It's That's yeah. the other side of Jimmy J. But, you know, pro wrestling... For me, this is this is big, and this is something I've been I've been involved with uh, since three, since my pops got me involved with it. I mean, Hogan Andre, I seen that match. I mean, but I think the first match I remember was Hogan and Warrior WrestleMania six. Mm -hmm. So, and I was I was completely upset and depressed at Hulk Hogan when I was a Hulkamaniac. But I know I'm segueing off topic here. Bottom line is, folks, you're dealing with real wrestling fans right now, real smart wrestling fans on the phone right now, and we're gonna give you. A rundown of SummerSlam coming up this weekend and who we think um, is going to win certain matches or probably we'll run down the card. I don't know if you have, if you mind, you want to run I down got the it card? in front of me. Let's, let's, let's do it, man. Let's, let's run it down. Shoot, shoot, man. Shoot. All right. Let's here. see here. What I got right here in front of me, I got Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt first. Is that what you're looking at, my friend? Man. That's one of the only matches I'm looking at. <laughs> okay. Well, let's let's let th that's what I got first. We'll, we'll do top of the card to 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 main to to main event then, Jimmy. Okay. Yeah. No problem. So, man. 
So I got Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt, and I'll start on this one, man. I mean, when, when, when you're looking at these fantastic vignettes that Bray Wyatt has been doing, and I don't know your, your, your personal opinion on the Firefly Funhouse, but God damn it, my friends, the Firefly Funhouse is so completely over for me. I, I love everything that I see on that thing. I happen to be a giant Muppets fan myself, so if you put puppets, <laughs> if you put puppets in wrestling, I'm going to be sold already. So my vote for this one, Jimmy, you got to put Bray Wyatt over. He's been quiet. He's been gone for like five months, so you got to put Bray Wyatt over, and you got to put him over strong. I hope it's Bray Wyatt in like five minutes. Let's just kick Finn Balor's ass, and let's make Bray Wyatt look like the strongest, psychoist man in the world. What do you think? Adam, I agree with you, man, and I'm going to tell you why. Because, you know, like you said, Bray's been gone a long time. I really love what he's been doing with uh, the Firefly Funhouse, the two sides. You can see that he's yeah. like, conflicted between good and evil. And that look, that stare into the camera, I don't think anybody else on the roster has that cold, merciless stare into the camera like Bray Wyatt does. And, you know, I got to go with Bray here. And hopefully, and, you know, most people want to see the demon Finn Balor go against, you know, Bray Wyatt. But I don't want to see that now because you got to save that. I want to see exactly. the Finn Balor going against Bray. Bray going over strong, like you just said, okay, in his first match back. Okay, it ha he has to go over. There's no doubt about it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that, Bray Wyatt. Absolutely, Jimmy. And here's here's another thing, man. You know, fans want fans want the demon so badly because fans just want everything so quickly right now. My friends, let's 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 go back to the '80s of wrestling. How they used to build things. Another reason why I enjoyed the NWA so much. They build. They take their time. So, folks, for Finn Balor to come out as a demon right away. Where do they have to go next? What is next? I mean, what what what's what's the point of that? So let's just be a little bit patient, my friends. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, folks, just be patient with wrestling, and re wrestling can be freaking awesome. Yeah, and I think it's the it's the new generation of fans that are like that because you know what it is. Everybody's attention spans are short as hell nowadays. Like nobody's gonna sit here and watch like an hour or something. Like it's hard to get like longer content, even what we're doing. You know, th it's short. So people want to be right to the point. They want immediate like instant gratification. I want to see this and this, but they're not realizing and they're not seeing the bigger picture. Like you just said, that you know what. Why not let this build, okay? You know, build the storyline and then have the huge payoff in the end. Don't just Absolutely. go right to the payoff. Absolutely. So speaking of building things, we're going to go on to the next match, Jimmy. Uh, next match that I got up on my screen is uh, The Miz versus Dolph Ziggler. Uh, it also says on my screen that they're thinking, the rumor is that Goldberg is going to take over. Did you hear this? I heard something about Goldberg, uh, you know, coming back and just – People talking about him just beating the hell out of uh, Dolph Ziggler, and I don't yeah. know. Well, I, yeah, I mean, that, see, again, like Jimmy and I were just talking about the build. We're a week away from SummerSlam. Are we going to really put? Is WWE really going to put Goldberg on a show tonight? Since we're recording this, I don't know when you're releasing this, Jimmy. Uh, so sorry about the time loop, no, everybody. No worries, man. I mean, hey, listen, well, this is coming. It's going to be dropped uh, Thursday morning. So by this time, everybody's going to know already. Okay, if perfect. It happened or not. Perfect. So if that happened, folks, what is that smart booking to only have a week build for something like that? I don't like that personally. Uh, so I, I'm going to give my opinion on the match. 
I think the I, I think give it to the Miz, man. I like the Miz. I think that they're trying to get their hands in the Miz too much right now. I think the Miz was getting over as a baby face on his own, and then they threw like his baby and his wife and everything into it. It's like, yeah, <laughs> just just let the Miz be the Miz, and he'll be fine. Yeah, I like I like that too. I like the Miz going over here too, uh, because I mean, look, Dolph Ziggler, he's been he's been bitching and moaning to be honest with you that it should have been him, should have been him, this, that, and the third. I mean. I just think that I, I just don't see Ziggler winning this match. Uh, I don't know if they're going to have Goldberg just come out or Shawn Michaels interfere and then super kick Ziggler for the Miz to win. I, I don't know. Something like that. I don't know what they're trying or where they're trying to go with it. Okay. Uh, so this is one of those things and one of those matches that have like a big, I have like a big question mark. Like there's something going to happen in this match. I don't think it's just going to be the Miz and Ziggler. I think it could be, you know, end up being Goldberg. Or Shawn Michaels somehow involved with this. So I'm waiting to see how this unfolds, but I do think the Miz is going over in the match. Sure, Jimmy. Uh, you know, another thing for all of us to pay attention to this weekend coming up also is, you know, we just had the WWE just had two major hires in Eric Bischoff and um, Paul Heyman coming in uh -huh. to do creative. So let's look at the way that I'm looking at SummerSlam is a really way for them to put a complete check mark at the end of everything and then from SummerSlam really build into what they're going to be doing next with AEW coming up. So folks, this week and subtle, those subtle changes that Paul Heyman, those big changes that Eric Bischoff might be trying to bring to their personal brands, because with this giant pay-per-view, this is a great opportunity. Hit that reset button. What's next? You're right. And that's what I think. This is what it is. This is a complete reset right here, because they're officially taking office, so to speak, I think, as of uh, the night after, or probably this event, if you want. You call it this, this is like the genesis, the beginning of, of their reign. I agree on SmackDown. And I think that, you know, I believe I believe in both of them, man. I mean, we've seen what they can do. Uh, we know they're great minds for the business. So I think that um, with them in charge of Raw and SmackDown, we're going to get a better product. And there's no doubt in my mind we are either way, because AEW competition, you know, you put the, the pressure on McMahon and McMahon does deliver. OK, regardless or contrary to what a lot of people think about Vince McMahon. The guy fucking delivers, okay? I he agree. delivered back then, and he, he'll deliver again, yeah, man, I okay? Mean, and that's, that's just my opinion. Dude, I mean... I mean, Vince is Vince is Vince, folks. I mean, you gotta give the man credit. Yeah, you're right. You wrestling. It's it's uh, if it wasn't for Vince McMahon, we wouldn't be talking to each other right now, my friend. So, right. if, if 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 the old man wants to wants to die in the chair, let him die in the chair. But uh, they they might want to do something because I definitely think AEW is going to bring uh some some extra eyeballs onto wrestling for oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, the next match that I have, Jimmy is AJ Styles versus Ricochet. I think this is definitely the smart fan favorite match of the of, of the afternoon. What how, how do you th how do you see this one going, my friend? Well, I'm going to tell you what has to happen because I got a little disappointed at um their last match they had. Um, I think that I mean, we know what what to expect. AJ's like one of the best athletes in the world today. Ricochet's phenomenal, okay? Uh, no pun intended, but I just think that they need to come different, stronger into this match. AJ's a heel now. He needs to come out, like, swinging, okay? He needs to come out fierce. This has to be like a, a slugfest of a match, okay? Hopefully, it's just nonstop, okay? Nonstop action. I'm interested to see how they go, which direction they go in now because, you know, again, after the last match, it kind of disappointed me, okay? It was a little back and forth, but it was a little, like, stale for me. I don't know. So I got to see something I got to see some fierce, hard-hitting action in this match. I got to see some animosity from AJ. Okay, I want to see that. I want to see that heel AJ, and I want to see that uh, that babyface win 
by ricochet. That's what I want. But I don't think we're going to get it. I'll be honest with you. I think we're going to get AJ going over. And, uh, you know, the OC still holding belts around their waist. No, for sure. I definitely see AJ going over in this match myself. Uh, I, I agree. I want to see hard-hitting things. You know, uh, this, this isn't this isn't a very popular opinion these days, uh, Jimmy, but I'm not a big fan of the flippy-dippy style of wrestling, my friend. You know, I like that old school. I like that hard-hitting <laughs> stuff. So, so to me, Ricochet is more Ricochet is more of an acrobat than than than, than a than a wrestler to me. And you know, hey, that's fine. I'm not I'm not bashing I'm not bashing his his ring style or anything like that. I'm just saying it's not my personal cup of tea. But I definitely see the OC getting involved, and I I I, I think that this style might have a little bit more drama than that original OC show did on Fox many years ago, my friend. <laughs> Hey, listen, I tell you, I agree. I agree with that. We both can agree, AJ, in this match going over. And, and to talk about your point right there about the flippy-dippy, okay? Sure. <laughs> Quote-unquote quote, uh, style of wrestling. You know, it's something that I ask myself, you know, when I see all these high-flying maneuvers and whatever, you know, what's going on in the ring and people doing these crazy stunts, like, when is enough going to be enough? Like, you're going to get to a point where you can't top what you did, okay? It all comes down to psychology, Okay, because if you look at some of the older matches, and I agree with you on that one. Okay, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Let's take Steve Austin first. Yeah, for please. Him and The Rock. Okay, and this is more you know recent. Not we're not even gonna go back to Flair Hogan and whatnot. <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking like you know Flair Steamboat, but we're talking about like this right here. Okay, they didn't have to do all these high flying maneuvers. It's all psychological. Okay, it, was, it really it was is attitude, it, Jimmy. Jimmy, it's attitude. attitude is delivery. Okay, and. I don't know, man. I, I don't know why people think nowadays. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of phenomenal athletes, you know, especially in AEW. You had, you had the Lucha Brothers. You got the Young Bucks, and they do some crazy stunts and maneuvers. And a lot of the young fan base, I noticed, is on that. But I think, like, seasoned wrestling fans like ourselves, we can appreciate that. But I think we like more that old-school, okay, wrestling compared to what we're seeing nowadays with all the, the flips you know, well, I mean, absolutely, Jimmy. So this is where the business has e has evolved to, correct? So we've we've evolved wrestling to this style of wrestling right now. Where is there to go? The only way that wrestling can evolve even more is if we built fucking wrestling robots that can do quadruple <laughs> flips. Folks, yeah, we're not going to build wrestling robots until 50 years from now when the robots kill all of us. So until the robots kill all of us, the next place for wrestling to go to evolve to is back to storytelling, to back to psychology. The basics, my friend, everything eventually goes back to the basics. So I think that that's what the, the future of wrestling is. I agree with you. What goes up must come down. And I'm telling yeah, you baby. right now, this is where we're going. They're going back down to the basics. I agree. But moving along here, this next match that I'm looking at, uh, Do it. Trish Stratus and Charlotte Flair. I want to know what you think about this right here, because I have my opinion on this uh, particular match. And sure. I, I'm just not a fan. Well, I'm not a fan of this at all. Zero. I, I think it's a hot shot booking angle, my friend. I think they, they needed something for Charlotte Flair to do. Of course you want Charlotte Flair on the card, folks. Uh, I don't I don't I don't even like I, I, I woke up, I, I was watching Raw, I looked up and all of a sudden Trish Stratus had a match with Charlotte. I don't know why, I don't know what the what the animosity is, I don't know what the story is. So in my opinion, man, I, I uh, and you might share it with me because you, you said you're not a fan. I think that it's a that it's a hot shot booking and it's it, it's it's I hope I, I hope it's good, but you know, why? Why is the match even happening? Yeah, I don't think you, you said it because Charlotte Flair needs a match at SummerSlam. That's the bottom line. And they wanted to throw like a, 
you know, a veteran in there somewhere on the card. Because if you look at the card, it's, it, to me, it's like just mediocre. It's not nothing spectacular. It's just, it's okay. But it's not, you know, something that it should be, to be honest. Because SummerSlam is like, it's the second biggest event of the year for the WWE. So we should have seen maybe a couple stipulations added somewhere. Or, uh, you know, I don't know, just bigger builds, bigger matches. Okay. And I guess they just wanted to throw... Like I said, a legend in there, and they have Trish and Charlotte just to put her on the card. Uh, do I think the match is going to be great? No. Do I think it's going to be good? Yeah, because Charlotte Flair's in it. Charlotte Flair's going to hold it down. She's she's better than some of the male athletes on the roster, to be honest with you. So, well, you Charlotte know. actually understands who she is, and a lot of the male athletes don't yet. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's a whole other story. We got a whole podcast on that. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah, I mean, that match, you know, you got to go. Charlotte Flair's going over. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt in anybody's mind. Agreed. Yep, so that, that's it right there with that one. Now, moving along to uh, another match that I see here on the card, um, which is, I don't know, again, if this is the order that you see it on, but the SmackDown Women's Champion, Bailey going I'm right there with Moon. you, man. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think about what do you think about that one with Amber and Bailey? Well, you know, man, uh, also just to let you know, uh, Jimmy, we can we can continue going on this. There is no time restraint at this time, my friend. So just keep keep on going, my man. Don't don't worry about what time it is for me. Uh, I, I, I think that, uh, you know, I, I've always been a really big fan of Bailey. Uh, one of the first uh, things that got my girlfriend Haley involved in wrestling was going to a wrestling event with me out here in uh, Las Vegas. Shout we out to girlfriend Haley. Yeah, man. We both wore matching Bailey shirts. Yes, I am that guy. I'm that cool <laughs> of a guy, my friend. <laughs> Adam, so I both... feel you, brother. Yeah, I'm dude. Hey, way. why not? She's a hot chick. Am I not going to wear? My chick is hot. Yeah. I'll, 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 whatever makes her feel comfortable at, at the event is fine with me. So I've always been a fan of Bailey, man. I, I, I really haven't liked Bailey the way that I did when she was just a, a part of NXT. And uh, I think that they kind of mushied her up a little bit. But I, I, I hope Bailey wins. I hope she continues to be champion. And I, I just hope that they do something better with Bailey, period. I agree with you, man. I, I think that, you know, Bailey has a lot of, but I do feel like oh, she fell off, as many did once they hit the main roster. You know, you look at NXT and what she brought to the table in NXT compared to what she's bringing to the table now. I mean, I'm starting to see some of the old Bailey, but it's it's really, I don't know, it's like bits and pieces. I'm not getting the whole Bailey effect like I used to have in NXT, okay? And this is what happens. People come to the main roster, WWE destroys them some way or another, buries them. I don't know why. Okay, I don't know why or change the gimmick or they just, you know, they just lose it. And then they probably lose faith and then they're just going out there. Okay, I'm here. I'm getting paid. Let me just put on a show. She's not even giving it 100 percent. I don't I don't see it. I don't see that in Bailey. Okay, now Ember Moon, Ember Moon is just athleticism through the roof, man. Okay, so in this match right here. I got I got Ember going. I got Ember winning the championship. I'll be honest with you. I got Ember winning the SmackDown Women's Championship. And I think she should right now. I really do. I think, you know what I think? If I was booking this shit, hopefully Sasha Banks is somewhere lurking in the back of the WWE because she's been on a hiatus for God knows how long because she was upset or whatever. She's protesting, whatever. Doesn't matter. Sasha comes back and costs Bailey the match and setting up a feud with them. That's why I would book it, to be honest, if they have Sasha. You know, man, that that sounds fantastic to me. But, you know, is Sasha going to come back? Is Sasha going to stand her ground? And, you know, is is she going to stand up for what she believes in? I think that leaving the company just high and dry like that and walking out on a contract is completely 
I mean, just I mean that that boggles my mind, Jimmy. That is so unprofessional. That is so non-business, and that just that that screams to me. I don't want to work with you. You know, that's exactly what it screams to me too, man. And it's unprofessional as hell. I mean, she should have never. I mean, she's a great athlete. Don't get me wrong, but you know, you can't do business like that. You know, I think the way Dean Ambrose did business was fucking to the the best. Okay, the best damn word. But yeah, that's how you do business. He was unhappy as hell. He stood it out. He stuck it out. He did whatever they wanted him to do until his contract was out, and then he left. It's like any job you have, okay? You're going to work wherever the hell you work, okay? You're not going to sit there and just say, you know, F this, I'm walking out, when you know the guy needs you, you know the boss needs you, okay? Unless you're getting treated. I mean, there's, you know, there's some different circumstances. You know, you can get treated like complete shit or talk to whatever. But, I mean, for the most part, no. You just stick it out. You give him your two weeks notice, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. how you should do business. Jimmy, you know, to, 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 to tie a little bow on this little subject, too, going back to what I was saying at, at, at the beginning of this podcast, when I quit my job as a store manager, I stayed in my position for over a month training the other person that came behind me. I was there every day training the person that came behind me and then i left so yeah you gotta you gotta finish your responsibilities my friends what's the next match my man okay moving along because we can we can talk that's another topic yeah man. that's that you, you, you're gonna have to that. have me on again my friend you're gonna have to have me on again anytime man and listen <laughs> any time you want man okay you're great guy so anytime you want you have a great mind for the business okay so listen and you're entertaining as fuck man ring that ring that bell again damn it don't tell me what to do jimmy (laughs) don't tell me what to do i'll ring the bell when i want to okay there you go all right there you go all right next match on the card i got here is uh kevin owens and shane mcmahon okay so i gotta get before i go on this one what do you think about this match uh i hope kevin owens just beats the living crap out of him and uh kevin owens just becomes the biggest baby face in the company immediately after doing that so I, I hope that there's no interference i hope it's a quick match i don't need to see shane jump from one side of the ring to the other side of the ring i'd like to see him get his ass kicked in this match what about you jimmy yeah i want it to be straight to the point too i don't want it to be overdrawn i don't want it to be too long i don't want to see all the shane mcmahon flopping around shane terminator's elbow through the table i want to see ko stop the living hell out of Shane McMahon, and that's it. And just like under five minutes, win this match. Uh, I love what KO's doing. He's great on the mic. Uh, the one thing I don't like is the fact that he uses the stunner as a finisher, okay, because I think that he should add it to his arsenal, but I think that he should still use that pump-up powerbomb because it makes him him. That's his finish. Mm-hmm. But again, that's my opinion. Uh, well, Jimmy, yeah, wait, Ke- let me jump in on that really quick. Do you really use if, if okay if, if he's going to use a stunner, which I'm completely okay with? Do you would you rather the stunner be a transitional move over a finishing move? There's no way that you can do the stunner on a regular basis and it not be the finish. Well, I know I can see your point on that one because you know the stunner's a stunner. Okay, yeah. it's Steve Austin, but but you know what? Nobody does it like Stone Cold. Okay, so yeah. Kevin Owens. You know, he could have the stunner added there as like a signature move. But, you know, once in a while, you don't have to do it every single match, but, you know, have it in your arsenal. So you hit it, you know, maybe it takes a couple seconds for you to get over and get the cover. And then the guy kicks out and then boom, pump a power bomb later on to finish. You know, I think something like that. I mean, maybe I'm overthinking this thing, but I just think the reason behind it is because the pump a power bomb is is Kevin Owens. Okay, that's him. And you I want get to make you. new stars. You understand what I'm saying? You want to make new stars. You don't want to have to live in the past and have to feed, you know, live off of what the veterans did. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm a little crazy on that, but that's just that's the way I think on it. You know, I want we I got, I got to see new characters. New. Characters, I love your opinion, people. man. 
Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. I think that was the one thing this whole show you and I haven't seen eye to eye on yet, my friends. And, you know, that always makes a good show. No conflicts. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There has to be some sort of, you know, disagreement because if everybody agrees all the time, it's just going to be like, okay, this is good. It, it's good, but, you know, I want to, you know, controversy creates cash. Eric Bischoff said it. I love that book, my man. I love that book. Yeah, I'm telling you. And it's true. It's fucking true. But, yes, uh, it yeah. is. So we, we can all agree this one, Kevin Owens going over. Okay, but we want to see a short, concise match and beat the hell out of Shane. Next yep. one I got on the card is um, Kofi and Randy Orton. I don't know, man. I, I'm really – this is probably the match for me that I'm looking forward to more than anything else on the card. I think only because of the storyline. I mean, yeah. Well, Kofi's Kofi's been the best book throughout this, uh, the the best book since WrestleMania. You know, Kofi is strong, even if he is throwing pancake pancakes from the from the WWE Championship belt, man. Oh wait, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, can I add? Adam, oh, those are yeah, not just regular. Those are not just regular pancakes, and they ain't your mama's pancakes either. Okay, those are the New Day hardcore pancakes he's tossing out there. Okay, those are made specially. Kofi Kingston style. And he puts a little syrup. I'm telling you right now, those those pancakes are not regular pancakes, my man, it's eating for breakfast. Well, now that you're explaining that to me, I'm completely fine with the champion throwing pancakes at people. I mean, I, I, I can't get over that, man. I can't get past that the, the, the champion of the WWE, what's supposed to be the biggest brand in wrestling in the world, is throwing pancakes at people. There's people starving out there, Adam. <laughs> they gotta eat. He's feeding everybody. Jesus, this guy! Oh, man, right. even, come on, man! Free, I have you on the show, and you and you're over here just like, come on! People are starving out there. You see the kids in the crowd. Some of them are on the UNICEF box, my man. He's throwing them. He's feeding <laughs> pancakes. <laughs> All right, so Kofi's obviously over with Jimmy. Everybody, yeah, I, 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 I can tell that. <laughs> what is it? What is it about this match that you just absolutely love? Is it? I mean, I, mean, I, 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 think, I think I think Kofi wins. Do you think Randy Orton's going to beat him? What I love about the match is is the storyline, but more importantly, and it sounds crazy, I, I hype Kofi up like crazy just now, right? It's Randy Orton. It's Randy Orton because his promo. I mean, Kofi is a, a decent promo, but Randy Orton's promo is a premiere, and I really like how he build this matchup again. And, and because of again nostalgia and you know the fact that the, the storyline behind it, okay, I want to see this match. It's storylines, man, and that's what we're missing. Like you know, this is continuity storylines. We need to see that more, and that's what we're gonna get. I know segment here, but you know, with Eric Bischoff and. Paul Heyman in charge, this is what we're going to be getting from now Absolutely. on. Storylines. And this is why I am invested into this match more than any other match on a card. So, yeah. Uh, who do I think is coming out on top? Kofi's obviously going to win. He's going to put an end to this. He's going to show Randy Orton why. Um, this is never he never was a fluke. He is a real champion. And that's what we're going to see. Love it. That's it. Now, two matches left. Adam, and I don't know. You, you have him on there. We're going to talk about the women's championship first. Okay. Becky Lynch, Natalia in a, in a submission match here. Well, yeah, I think I think that that's I think that's uh, a great opportunity for both of these ladies to show their finishing moves, right? I mean, both of them have a very strong submission style in wrestling, anyways. I love Becky Lynch is kind of losing a little bit of steam for me, but Natalia has never had steam for me, so I'm gonna say, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I'm a 
I'm a I'm a cat owner. Natalia's cats are more over than Natalia is for me. So, so you're right. Um, me too. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Puss in Boots or whatever the hell that thing shout out, is. Shout out to Natalia's cat. Um, the, hopefully she's at ringside. That's right. That's right. So yeah, I got Becky Lynch, and you know, I I, I really want to see that 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 Stone Cold esque Becky Lynch come back. Not this. Um, oh, Seth is my boyfriend, Becky Lynch. Oh, I mean, it's, it's, th this boyfriend girlfriend stuff is really really taking me away from both of both Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins. It's like enough. I uh, enough. Dude, I, I agree with you on that. And if I'm going to see that storyline, I want to see Becky be literally the man in the relationship because it looks like Seth is a little more emotional than she is. Okay, yeah, she wears, especially she should be on wearing Twitter. It. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Somebody get him a fucking box of little, Kleenex. Little I can't. baby. <laughs> I can't, can, Adam. I mean, I got, I got to see Becky. I got to see Becky wearing the pants in this relationship. And uh, really, you know, if they're going to go with this storyline, really just uh, – Boston Seth around, okay, telling him what to do and then reprimanding Seth. I want to see that if you if you're gonna stick with this damn storyline, which I don't think they should. But again, if they do, then do something like that. But not nothing like too crazy, like what Maria Canellas is doing with Mike Canellas. Is that that's that's just yeah. I'm not into that whole fucking storyline they got going on with that. For sure, me neither, my friend. But in this match, you know, you said Becky, I got Natalia. Natalia becomes champ, huh? It sounds crazy. They're in Toronto. They're in Canada, the hometown. Natalia goes over nah. with the sharpshooter. Okay, she loses the belt. Her and Seth, neither one of them have the title. Okay, it, it could turn out like that. I mean, this is this is what I'm seeing because this match also, I'm looking at this match and I'm looking at, obviously, the next match for the Universal Championship. And I think whatever comes on first, which should obviously be the... Well, not obviously, but if you look at it, no, you're Brock right. Lesnar's main event. Let's yeah, let's be obviously. real. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's be real here. Okay, on no offense, I'm not you know chauvinistic, nothing like that. The women, this match, there's not enough build for it anyway, and there's not a lot. You know, people want to see uh, Lesnar in the main event anyway with Seth or exactly. Kofi at least with Orton. But anyway, this match is going to come on before. So depending what happens in this match, I think is going to affect, or we should know what's going to happen in the main event. If Dude, Becky no. does lose. Lesnar is going to retain. I think if Becky wins, Seth is going to win. They're going to be both champions again. That's how, that's my logic on it. I love it. I love your booking. I love I love Natalia winning in in Canada. Makes sense to me. And I yeah. I mean let's 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 talk about the main event, my friend, because that's what I'm really excited to talk about, my friend. Uh, Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins. Oh yeah, Lesnar and Rollins, and you know, you talk about builds. Yeah. This is a fucking build. This is a legit build they have. Okay, we're the only legit builds that they've had in a long time. Okay, I like this. Brock Lesnar completely decimated Seth Rollins on Monday Night Raw. Okay, and I haven't seen a segment like this on Raw in a very long time. Okay, you just you felt so bad for Seth. I mean, literally, I felt genuinely bad. The guy got killed in the ring yeah. three times. F fives on the chair. His rib cage bleeding, internal bleeding. It wasn't didn't stop there. Brock Lesnar went, stopped the ambulance, pulled Seth out on the stretcher, 
F fired them on the stretcher. And that and no stretchers, okay. I did EMS for seven years. Just a side note here. Yeah. Those shit they hurt, okay. If you're gonna land on one of those motherfuckers. Dude, he landed like right on the wheel with his side. There's no way to protect yourself from that. That had to be like, oh god. I mean, Brock I, I hope Brock said I'm sorry after that one. Jesus. You think you think Brock said he's sorry? <laughs> Brock started telling him, You want another one? I'll give you another one. <laughs> I'll tell you, if they hadn't broke it up, it, or whatever happened, Brock just Paul Heyman probably said, get out of there. And Lesnar would have just continued pummeling Seth. I mean, thank God the EMS were right there. Yeah, love the build. Love the stretcher. Love the stretcher job. I I, I got Brock. Brock's going to be your champion again for the rest of everyone's life. Get used to it, my <laughs> friends. And, uh, I mean, that's... How, how does Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar? How does he do it? I, I, I just don't see it. I don't see it happening at all. I don't see Seth, um, you know, being himself especially after that beating he took uh if he's going into this match i don't see it happening now one thing i am concerned about because of that beating or whatnot what happens if wwe has a change in plans because roman reigns you know we haven't we haven't really talked about roman reigns here what if what if they try to throw roman again against brock lesnar man i mean this is Uh. something i'm worried about because you know there's a reason why you're seeing Roman look at Seth, you know, or what was going on with Seth in the ambulance. There's a reason yeah. I think they showed that. And, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I could be wrong. Maybe the, maybe we'll find out what match uh, Roman Reigns is going to be in because obviously he's going to be on the card. Maybe it's him and Daniel Bryan I'm hearing. Uh, somebody that tried to, like, you know, attack Roman on SmackDown. But I just hope they don't go that route. I just pray to God that, you know, Seth, quote-unquote, is unable to compete and then they throw Roman in the match. I, I just can't. Can't deal with it. Well, you know, Jimmy, they just keep trying and trying and trying and trying. I mean, eventually you got to stop asking out the hot girl, my friends. She's not going to say yes. And the WWE crowd (laughs) is the hot girl, and we're not saying yes to Roman Reigns at everybody. So we just got to put a hard stop on Roman trying to be a babyface. It's not happening. It's not going to happen. If he is going to be at SummerSlam, I hope it has to do something with Daniel Bryan. Let's a double turn. Let's bring Daniel Bryan back to being a good guy. Let's turn Roman Reigns into a bad guy. I just don't want to see Roman anymore, period, my friends. They're just trying too hard. Oh, my God. Listen, if I see any more Roman, they shove him down a gullet, okay? So much. Like, I'm fucking, I'm shitting out Superman punches. Like, <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I, can't fucking, I can't deal with Roman Reigns anymore on, on you know, with Vince's undying will to just get Roman over and, and make crowd love him listen if we don't love him by now we're not going to love him you know the guy had you know and listen god forgive me the guy had cancer your eyes leukemia it was in, it's in remission okay god bless him that didn't even get him over it got him over for two weeks <laughs> it's true it's true <laughs> like what if that doesn't do it vince come on man like and that's real and that's real yeah it's legit okay yeah. so the guy has to go they we we want to see him as a heel we want to see because you know what i think fans appreciate people that are heels and then become babyface and they respect them more and it's just how it is okay we want to see that bad guys the bad guys are the good guys if you think about it that's how it always been austin was a bad guy but turned out to be the biggest babyface ever yep you know and that's and that's what we got to focus on but yeah all in all SummerSlam, man the card is stacked um i do think it's a little mediocre considering you know, it's SummerSlam. It should, there should have been more stipulations. Ed, hopefully we see something by the time everybody listens to the podcast. Um, you know, there was more and here's added it. and spice it up a little bit, you know? 
Well, here's one of the things that I'm noticing too, Jimmy. There's not any. There, there, there's there, there's no tag matches. There's no three way matches. So at least we're getting one on ones. And I, I'm not sure if this is the whole card. I'm sure that there's going to be some changes to it tonight and tomorrow on Raw and SmackDown. But you know, all in all, I'm I'm I, I'll, I'll be watching the show because I watch every pay per view. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I I I plan to be thoroughly entertained. Hey, Adam, listen, I, I got to ask you a question. Why, on the record right here, would you be opposed to doing review shows? Like, I don't know, when you like reviewing a- after the event or even previews, like moving forward, if I have you on the, as a guest again, or, uh, you know, even if I can f- configure something out where I get the video working on, on, the, on the computer here and we can have like a live a video on YouTube for a review or a preview to a show, probably a recap because recaps are more fun more entertaining we can give more insight on it uh, would you be opposed to something like that you got me jimmy anytime you want just reach out okay my man you're the best adam and listen before before i let you go anything you want to talk about you, the floor is yours man Sure, just 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 really quick. Thank you so much for having me, Jimmy. I love your energy. I I, I had a very very good time today. If you guys have been listening to Jimmy, continue to listen listen to Jimmy. I love this guy's vibe. Uh, if you guys have enjoyed, and of course, my friend. If you guys have enjoyed what I've been saying, or if you hate what I've been saying, but you still want to watch my journey, which I think all of you should, uh, come over, check me out on uh, on Twitter. Follow my company at KFabeTees. You can follow me at Adam underscore Rotella. We have all of our links on there. So come and find me. Come and chat with me. I My social engagement is out of this world. No one does more social engagement than KFabeTees. Come on by. Say hello. You're, you will 100% get a response back from us. Thanks, thanks for having me, Jimmy. Adam, anytime, man. Again, you're more than welcome on the show anytime you want. Keep kayfabe alive, brother. All right, love it. Keep it alive, <laughs> and, and do me one last favor. Ring that damn bell. You got time. it, my friend. Bye, bye, bell ringers. Big thanks once again to Adam Rotella from Kayfabe TV. Kayfabe Tees. Grab a shirt if you can. Thank you so much for helping me, yours truly, run down the SummerSlam card and talk everything pro wrestling but you know i don't want to make this episode way too long i want to just kind of wrap it up here i'm going to give you guys and girls a rundown of the indie wrestling shows that i will be attending this month but for future reference starting next week there is going to be segments on the show so jimmy diners i mean he's demanded that he has a segment on the show so he'll be here next week uh we're gonna have a wrestling roundup going on i got an interview with a special guest he's an indie wrestling star i'm not even gonna spoil it for anybody out there if you want to know who it is i will be dropping it on the instagram early next week so follow me on instagram at taking home tv and you know what for that matter, I'm probably going to drop it on Twitter as well. So follow me there as well at G 719 But with that being said, we're going to wrap it up here. Indie shows going on this month. Tonight, House of Glory, their biggest event of the year. High Intensity 8 at the NYC Arena in Jamaica, Queens. The Young Bucks are going to be there. Private Party's going to be there. House of Gangone, Anthony Gangone, TJ Marconi, all the House of Glory originals, and... The bad guy, man, Razor Ramon, going to be there in an autograph session. Scott Hall, Razor Ramon in attendance. I'm going to be there. It's going to be a huge event. I'm going to have the recap sometime this month on the channel, so stay tuned for that. It's going to be live footage and some interviews with the fans and maybe even some of the talent of HOG. But next week, going on 
in Brooklyn. You got to be there for this one. Our Lady of Mount Carmel, Williamsburg, Brooklyn, Outlaw Pro Wrestling has a show. Now, this indie organization, what makes Outlaw so special is the fans because it's so interactive and the fans really get involved with the show. Uh, and they always put on a good show. I mean, there's some some quick food you can grab at the show, some beers going on, alcohol's flowing. It's a great time nonetheless. So I'm looking forward to the hair versus the song match between CPA, okay, with his hair on the line against Matt Stryker with his quote-unquote Africa song I guess it rains down in Africa. Everybody sings along with that entrance as Stryker comes out every time at Outlaw Pro Wrestling. If you haven't attended an Outlaw show, you really need to attend this one coming up next week. Melina is going to be in attendance. Matter of fact, she's going to be wrestling on the card. The real Melina. Follow her on Instagram. She's going to be their future Hall of Famer for sure and former WWE talent. And the very next day, there's two shows going on, and I'm, I'm caught in the middle, but most likely I'm going to be in the Bronx for BCW, Bree Combination Wrestling, their show going on at St. Helena's Gym over here near Castle Hill Avenue. Make it here. Darius Carter, their world champion, defends the title against Eric Jaden, the BCW original. It's going to be a match of all matches. I think even South Philly's Finest might be in attendance. Bree Combination, their 25th show. They put on great shows. The crowd is really into it. You have to see it to believe it. So join us in the Bronx next Friday. But also, if you're not going to make this one, and maybe you live a little bit upstate, in Poughkeepsie, New York, Northeast Wrestling has a show going on, Prison Break. Dean Ambrose, obviously, a.k.a. what he is called now, John Moxley, going to be fighting Pentagon Jr. in the main event, and that is going to be a match that literally just tears the house down. Okay, on top of that, Enzo and Cass, they're wrestling again. They're in attendance. Jerry Lawler's going to be here. So many different athletes and superstars. You have to be here for this one. I'm cut in the middle. I don't know which one to go to, but I'm pretty sure because my loyalty is with Bree Combination Wrestling. I do some work for them. I am going to have to be in attendance for that one, but hopefully I get some somebody out there with some footage of this Northeast Wrestling show. And then the following week in Brooklyn, Bad Avenue, Warriors are wrestling. They present their show going on the following Friday, August 23rd. I'm going to be there. Tommy Dream is going to be there. Darius Carter is going to be there. TJ Marconi is going to be there. And so many more. So come out. Support your indie wrestling. This is all the events that is going on that I will be attending in the month of August in the Northeast region. Obviously, there's so many more events happening across the world, the globe, everywhere you go. Wrestling is booming nowadays. It's never been a better time to be a pro wrestling fan. And folks, bell ringers, with that being said, I'm going to conclude this episode right here. Follow me. You know where to follow me. I don't got to plug myself anymore. We're going to take it home. Enjoy this weekend. NXT take over Toronto and then SummerSlam coming to your Sunday on the WWE Network and after we're gonna ring that bell and wrap up this weekend and pro wrestling next week stay tuned